Greetings! You're listening to the audio version of Up the Waterfall. To see us and everything we talk about, be sure to check out the video version by visiting youtube.com slash Xanaland. Thanks for listening. Well, now you got into this mess by going down a waterfall. Now, how would you suppose we'd get them out of that? By going up the waterfall? That's right. Anything's possible in Disneyland. <laughs> Welcome, friends, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Up the Waterfall podcast show extraordinaire with your hosts, <laughs> Zana and Scott Otis. Howdy. This is episode number 43. That's a lot. It is. Wow. It's uh, 43 acres of That's Walt Disney World, so Woo. to commemorate that, we're going to discuss <laughs> books. <I'll> wait, books? <laughs> Oh As you would imagine, you know, commemorating 43 square, square miles makes you think of Disney books. Uh, there's been a few that have come out as of late, and one that we got a special sneak peek of. Well, actually, the whole thing, not a, a peek. <laughs> we'll give you a sneak peek that's coming out October 20th. Um, so we're going Ooh, to discuss these books, and I think you're going to throw in a few extra because you can do nothing without adding many things to it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. You're a collector of many things, including books, I guess. <laughs> so without that further I, ado, I think we should jump right in. Where do you want to start with these all right. books? And we will link in the um, blog post that I put with it and the podcast description as well where you can get these books all right i've decided i am actually going to talk about the ones that i that may surprise you okay anyway um so this first one is actually from the walt disney family museum um i actually got this one while i was at the d23 expo recently and um it turns out as you know because you've been to the Walt Disney Family Museum, they have that extra building where they sometimes have extra exhibits. Yes, we went to the Ivan Earl exhibit there. That is correct. And it turns out that they actually sell books that are kind of related to the exhibitions that they have there. And let me show you some. Mm. Pardon me. <laughs> so yeah, as it turns out, they, have, they actually sell these books that that go along with the uh, exhibits, and I have several of them, including Water to Paper, Paint to Sky, which is the art of Tyrus Wong. Hey, I got you that book. Yes, you did. It was f it was from a, uh, a Walt Disney Family Museum exhibit back in 2013 and 14. Wow. I know. They also have one called Magic Color Flare, The World of Mary Blair by John Canemaker, who also did the art and flair of Mary Blair. Try saying all of that three times fast. Lots of flair with Mary Blair. That was from tw 2014. That was right before we visited for the first time, and I was very sad that I did oh, yeah. not get to see the Mary Blair exhibit. That was a tough one. But then they did Awaking Beauty, the art of Ivan Earl. And this is that uh, companion book 
That was from 2017 and 18, and we actually had a great chance. I'm not reviewing all of these books right now. I'm just showing you some examples. They also had Walt Disney's Nine Old Men, Masters of Animation, about, of course, the Nine Old Men. But uh, the most recent one was actually called Mickey Mouse from Walt to the World by Andreas Deja, that uh, fantastic artist um, who has done countless characters, including uh, Jafar, Gaston, uh, Her Hercules. Didn't he do Ursula? As well? That was a different one. <gasps> Sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, he did King Triton from The Little Mermaid. Hmm. But he also animated Mickey Mouse uh, himself in such things as The Prince and the Pauper, Runaway mm -hmm. Brain, and uh, some others. I think even uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But anyway, um, this is just a fantastic uh, book that showcases the, the art and exhibits that uh, took place at that uh at the family museum Inc but it's not just animation uh it does include of course animation from you know the black and white shorts the the color movies as well um sorcerer's apprentice from fantasia but also merchandise and uh and i just kind of wanted to thumb through all of this uh even comic books so anyway this is just a fantastic uh piece about the, the the mouse that a we all know and love and at pieces. the end actually it has um some artwork you know um from contemporary artists including andy warhol mm. and uh, even more contemporary ones um so it's a really great piece all about mickey mouse from an exhibit that we did not get a chance to make it to but if you ever get a chance to go to the Walt Disney Family Museum, I highly encourage you to, to do that. And, of course, go to that extra little exhibit that they always have in that other building and buy the companion book. Are they reopened now? They are not. Hmm. Not yet. Well, then don't go right now. <laughs> but when they reopen, you should definitely support them. They're doing a lot of uh, virtual events, actually. That they are. Lots of really cool things. So you should subscribe to them. Oh yes, and their email list, and find out. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Next I book. Can now see the the one you were referring to. Is a, a fun <clears throat> book that you got me called "Entertaining with Disney." Well, you are a completist, so I figured you had to get. This all is of not them. one that I ordinarily would have gotten, <laughs> but it turns out that there's uh, this author, um, Amy Crouchorn, who uh, basically entertains Disney style. And she wrote a book all about it, including, for example, uh, Cinderella, Stroke of Midnight New Year's Eve Party. And everything that you can see here, she has a, a an how-to <laughs> of exactly how to do each of these things, including uh, making uh, invitations, uh, special sparkling gelatin squares, royal roast beef crostinis, Midnight Magic Punch. So it's updates. kind of like Pinterest, but in a book. Pumpkin Carriage Punch Bowl. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> But there's like a how-to of each of the different items here, including like if it's a recipe, how to make it, of course. But if it's a kind of like a crafts item, what you need and how to make it. And then at the very end of each chapter, it's like, here's now, in order to get this party done just right... Two or, two or more weeks before, you got to do this. Ooh, One week good. before, you do this. 
two days before, one day before, and the day of. And we'll get it just right. Um, but some other fun ones is they have the Lion, the Lion King Welcome to the Pride Baby Shower. And Alice in Wonderland Queen of Hearts Valentine's Day Garden Party. That's very exciting. <laughs> I, are you going to go through all of those tabs? Just a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey and Minnie Mouse Ears Birthday Party. And last but not least, the Peter Pan Never Grow Up Birthday Party. So, that's a good one too. <laughs> As I said, this is not definitely this is definitely not the kind of book that I normally get, but you got it for me as I am a completist, <laughs> and I wanted to show that with you all, share that with you all t- as well. Anyway, next up, uh, you got uh, they actually introduced a uh, came out with a, a maps of the animated movies. Mm-hmm. Now, recently, they had come out with the maps of the Disney Parks book, which I'm not going to review right now, but I do highly recommend this, which is, includes all the maps that Disney's ever made, you know, paper maps and all of that of, like, every resort, every park, and all of that, and I just went absolutely bonkers with that. So when I heard the title that they were, that they were doing maps... A Magical Atlas of the Movies We Know and Love. I got very excited, thinking it was going to be very much like this, mm-hmm. but it was not. Oh. Not that this is a bad book. It's <laughs> just, it's not quite on the same league as this book. It turns out this is actually more of a children's book, which is fine. Um, but it, it is actually, um, has a forward by Pete Docter, who is actually a director of a lot of the uh, Pixar films, and that are, of course, included in the uh, this book, such as Inside Out and Up. Uh, here's like a list of all of the movies that they are doing, but it does go f- as far back as Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and a lot of the earlier ones, Pinocchio, Alice in Wonderland, The Little Mermaid, but then of course it also has a lot of the contemporary ones, including Pixar. But I wanted to show you a couple of them. For example, on Pinocchio, they have a, a map. It is, it's kind of in a simplistic style. But it's got all the characters you can ever imagine from the movies in there. Geppetto's Workshop, the Red Lobster in. <laughs> Red Lobster? Do they have Cheddar Bay Biscuits? Chowder Bay Biscuits, absolutely. Cheddar. Yeah, well, <laughs> I prefer to call them Chowder. Hmm. Uh, Stromboli's Cart, and of course, Monstro the Whale. Um, Pleasure Island, of course. Interesting. As well. But then on this uh, other page... It's uh, basically uh, an encapsulation of the movie. On the other side is a list of all the characters from the movie. Moments to remember. And then each chapter has a, a different thing. And uh, on this particular one, it's things found in Geppetto's workshop. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they basically have the same format for each of the films. Such as 101 Dalmatians. Which is a nice little map of London. <laughs> and every every place that uh, take uh, where the movie takes place, including Hell Hall, yikes! But here, once again, list of all the characters and all of that, and then Frozen. Same situation. So they basically go through this similar format with all of these movies. There's quite a bunch of them, but as I said, it is more of a children's book. But it's a great children's book, and I do highly recommend that too. Mm. 
Looks fun. It is. One day, I will actually review for you the maps of the Disney Parks book, <laughs> which it's a great one. Next is another book that we got uh, called The Art of Disney Costuming. Mm. It turns out this is a bear of a book. This is probably about three feet high, <laughs> uh, four feet wide. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. But anyway, this actually corresponds with an exhibit that the archives put on at the D23 Expo. Mm -hmm. um, there. And, but this is a really great book because it actually starts off by talking about all the different uh, things that Disney does with wardrobe, um, with animation, including when they do test, um, test, live action tests of animation, which they did here with Pinocchio and Snow White. And then, of course, costuming of the live action movies from back in the 50s and, and the 60s and all of that. And it actually is a great book in addition because it has a lot of the bios of some of the who's who of the costuming elite, mm. including Bill Thomas, Chuck Keen, and of course our favorite, Alice Davis. Um, but as you can see here, you know she did, she's very famous for having um, costumed the Pirates of the Caribbean as well as It's a Small World Dolls. Mm -hmm. So it's a great one. And, of course, there's even a small chapter on costuming the cast at, uh, at the parks oh. for, like, operations, which it's a very small segment. Even though it's a very huge um, part of the actual parks, it's a very tiny section in the book. Hmm. But what's the, the main part of this book is They don't is like actually, to give those secrets out. That's right. <laughs> Uh, the main part of this book is that actually it goes along with what they had at the expo with the um, the display that they had there uh, w where they basically, uh, where the archives brought out a ton of costumes from a lot of the Disney live action movies and had them there. Um, this book actually, just like the opening room at that um, display, they had a case study with Cinderella. Because um, there are actually four instances of live action where Cinderella was a character. Um, but first they talk a little bit about the animated movie and what they've done with that and the animation of that and even the live action testing. But then they talk about Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella from 1997 starring Brandy. The Into the Woods Cinderella played by Anna, Anna Kendrick. And of course Cinderella that very famous recent movie yes. portrayed by Lily James and even the Cinderella from the TV show Once Upon a Time played by Jesse Schram Scram? Okay. I'm not sure. But anyway, the the bulk of the exhibit as well as the book is just all of the various live action costumes that were um, that they trotted out. Um uh, Including, of course, everyone's favorite, Cruella de Vil from 101 Dalmatians, live action played by Glenn Close, Gaston from the recent Beauty and the Beast film, uh, Time from Alice in Wonderland played by Sasha Baron Cohen, as well as, oh, uh, here's my favorite, the recent Mary Poppins, um, uh -huh. which I seem to have lost. <laughs> But anyway, of course, that was played by Emily Blunt, but of course also Julie Andrews. So this is a giant book, and it actually, as I said, it features a lot of those great costumes 
I do highly recommend that as well. Sounds fun. You think that was fun. It gets better. This is one title that I was eagerly awaiting. And this, of course, is the Disney monorail book. Ah, yes. All about the Disney monorail. Imagineering highway in the sky. Now, if there's anything about Disney that is iconic and just screams Disney, it's the monorail, in my opinion. So I was just giddy with excitement when, because literally every time I see a monorail, <laughs> um, I always get excited just seeing it. So when this book came out, it's basically everything about monorails. But what's really cool is they have a forward by the Nixon daughters. Because oh, as yes. you may remember, at Disneyland in 1959, when the monorail opened, it was um, the ribbon was cut by the Nixon family, who he was a vice president at the time uh, to the Eisen, Dwight Eisenhower as the president. Uh, but anyway, he and his family, including the daughters, cut the ribbon. And so the the forward is actually by the two daughters. Hmm. They actually are friends with uh, they were friends with Diane uh, Disney. Miller as well and so they talk about that and that day at the uh, at the park and everything you know how they were so excited because they were just like think 11 and 15 at the time wow yeah can you imagine um anyway but this book goes through everything monorail related but even more than that it actually talks about um first off Disney and just kind of growing up at just the right time at just um when the railroad, you know, because he was born in, not born in Marceline, but he grew up in Marceline, Missouri, where the railroad went through the town. He was just fascinated with everything railroad. Mm -hmm. And so this was at a time when the railroads were coming through. But then, you know, of course, as he got older, that's when the vehicles, you know, cars and airplanes were developing as well. So this was just a really perfect time in his life where all of these advancements in uh, transportation were uh, going through. So there's a chapter that talks all about that. And basically Walt's fascination with all of that and how he got ex so excited that he wanted to have a whole land in his new park um, dealing with that with the railroad going all the way around it but then also Tomorrowland specifically and all of the futuristic parts you know because spaceships were happening as right. well starting in the you know, 40s 50s and 60s um, so they actually do talk a little bit about um, transportation systems of old and the successes and failures of that. And then even early monorail systems that um, happened as early as the you know early 1900s. And of course, the Alweg monorail that Walt just came upon in when he was in Germany. And it's when he saw that that he said, we need to have that in our Disneyland park. And so he set off his Imagineers to essentially do that um, and so the next couple of chapters really just talk about all of the Disneyland transportation including the viewliner which was there for just a little bit mm. in the you know, here it is in the 19 early 50s this was right before the monorail and then with the opening of the monorail which you know has that classic shape with the little iconic bubble mm -hmm. on top of the uh, on top of the car where the little driver could actually pop his head out and see <laughs> so but th there's just so much artwork 
and photography within this book that just deals um, with all things monorail, including the construction. There's this one page, which I will come across at some point here. Um, the monorail was also featured in 40 Pounds of Trouble. That's right. Um, with the Tony Curtis. What I really liked <laughs> about Tony that Curtis. is that it showed the characters entering the park from the monorail. And then they hop out of the monorail and they look out and they can see down Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> It's really hilarious. But anyway, there's this one page about how to identify all the monorails of the past, including the Mark, you know, basically everything from the Mark 1 to the Mark 7. And it's got all the identifying characteristics, all the different colors, um, how, how long they were. Um, so like the first one, the Mark 1 from Disneyland, there were only two cars. Right, there was red and blue. Each one had three cars on it. Um, but it was only 85 feet long. Compare that to these days where the Mark 6 at Disney World is over 200 feet long with, with uh, I believe, six cars. Hmm. Um, so, you know, basically shows how they've grown over time. It's amazing. There's also, of course, a nice bio of Bob Gurr, the original Imagineer who designed the monorail. So it, goes, it goes from Disneyland into Walt Disney World. Fun. Yeah, just amazing. Of course, with the opening hmm. of Epcot, they had to expand wow. the monorail to go down there. So, and I should even add that some monorail toys. Uh, when Tokyo Disneyland opened, they had a monorail too. Their monorail is always super cool. I highly agree. Um, but anyway... At the end, it actually lists all of the monorails that are operating around the world. Not just the Disney ones, but including the ones in um, Las Vegas, Seattle, and of course, there's quite a few in Japan. I don't have the, the jacket, the book jacket with me, but if you open up the book jacket, it actually, on the back of it, not the, op the, the part that kind of touches the book, <laughs> I wish I had that with me, um, is a, is a a huge piece of artwork, conceptual artwork about the first incarnation of the monorail, even wow. before the monorail um, ever existed. I think I'm sorry, it was the Epcot one, kind of like oh, the yeah. opening of Walt Disney World and Epcot Center. So definitely pick that one up. Oh yes, but yes, uh, as you had said, we were um, talking about an early peak of. A book that uh, that's coming out when again? October twentieth. You can pre-order it now on Amazon or with your local bookseller. I'm sure. Once again, see, I I, I should have brought the book jacket up. <laughs> yeah, the jacket for this one kind of gives you more of an idea of what the book is about. We will include <laughs> an image. Well, yeah, of the on the blog post, the I will definitely have but, images um, to everything. I knew about this that this book was coming out, and it's basically it's called The Holiday Magic at the Disney Parks. Um, and I knew this was coming out, but I had no idea what a giant beast this one is. It's pretty much an encyclopedia. It is a an amazing encyclopedia of basically all things holidays, not not all holidays, basically in the fall and winter, which I think that's what they. 
say in the in the uh, the table of contents anyway mm -hmm. what's really neat about the table of contents it actually does uh, separate it between fall and winter it's got all the fall chapters with orange color and leaves and the uh, winter holidays with a snowflake um, but yeah there is a lot going on here basically each uh, between each of the two kinds the fall and the winter holidays it first off gives a history of all of the holidays that Disney's ever had back in Disneyland opening days including oh, yes. their very first um, they had a, uh, a car of a pumpkin where they had like hundreds of Anaheim children come out and they each picked a pumpkin uh, they came in costume and they carved their pumpkin and wow. they basically paraded down Main Street with their pumpkin <laughs> and then they had a pumpkin con you know they were they uh, design Judge contest them? yeah yes and they had famous judges including the actors uh, Harry Henry Calvin from Zorro oh. and the mayor of Anaheim I believe at the time uh, yeah different times different times yeah so here's like a great picture of all the kids That's in the funny. theater at the end with their pumpkin <laughs> but it turns out that even before Disneyland was announced Walt Disney was chosen to be uh, to be part of Anaheim's annual Halloween pageant from I believe 1953 and so since he knew he was going to he already had picked out Anaheim mm. they, he had his designers pick out or design six floats for their Halloween parade and they went all out and Disney. then of course they announced that they were you know building in Anaheim and so they went all out but in the fall they also had all of these other amazing um great events events thank you including dixieland at disneyland well kind of like um i guess this is like the first iteration of like a, a, a special gated ticket night mm. where it was in the evenings and they had all of these um jazz greats and dixieland greats that would go to each uh different parts of the park and basically play their music and of course you may remember that one uh disneyland feature not um sorry tv show where actually had like a satchmo yeah. on the Mark Twain uh, riverboat playing jazz. So yeah, they had that and it's all listed here as well as a country music spectacular. And they even had Pop Warner football days and Zorro days at Disneyland. So they do that. And then of course it goes into the, um, the decor where it just shows all the different decor Ooh. at yeah at the park um for they have for Halloween. all of the ravens in that one store they do so they don't document each raven <laughs> and each pumpkin but they do a really good job yeah. showing um all of the decorations that take place in the parks in all the different lands and what what's great is each photograph and there's I think there's like 1,900 photographs in this. Wow. But each photograph is documented with the year that it was taken. That's great. So you can see the evolution of the uh, decorations that have taken place over the years. And, of course, they, you know, they, in this case, they start off with pumpkins and all on Main Street. But it's not just at Disneyland. It's all the parks worldwide. So, of course, you know, where, it, it, where I said it gave the year, of course, they also give the park. So... But um, 
But yeah, so Halloween is absolutely bonkers uh, here because there's just tons and tons of decorations. And if you may remember, we did a uh, a show all about the kind of like the holidays. The history of holidays at Disney parks. Yes. Like I basically I think they took our show as an idea and they made this <laughs> book after which yeah they made it super quick after our, that episode and, which of course <laughs> is not true but I truly wish that I had this book I know it uh, for us for preparing for that show because it's amazing everything that we talked about it's in here plus a lot more uh, anyway so I don't want to thumb through each page but they basically show the decor at all of the place and like here is Cars Land. Yeah. Dia de los Muertos. Uh, and all of that. A lot of stuff. Um, Fun. Yeah. So then they get into um, all, the di- all, the, all of the different <laughs> spooktaculars and uh, big events. So every, um, like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. And all of the decorations and how they light up all the different buildings and castles and all of that. And, even, and, of course, the history of these um, parties as well. Um, but not just Disney World, at Disneyland, and with all of the overseas parks as well. So, do they talk about the Hong Kong stuff? Yes, they do. Wow. Yeah, and, like, where they go all out spooky yeah. and scary, they have that in Paris, too. Uh, I just happened to be there in October um, 2012. When um, on the same night that they were doing that, I didn't go to the actual event because I don't really do super scary stuff. But apparently <laughs> it is, yeah, mm. really intense out there in Paris as well. Um, but so they have that. And the snacks. Oh, my goodness. And the snacks. So, yeah. And as That's I said, funny. everything is documented by the park year and all of that. But, they, yeah, so each page is done, you know, they have a theme where there's a snack page, of course. I missed the Ravens page, and I'm very sorry about That's that. That's okay. It's reason for me to look at it later. And, of course, <laughs> the one thing that transitions from fall to winter is the one holiday that kind of, uh, the one theme that kind of goes both ways is when holidays collide, all about the, uh, the Haunted Mansion holiday mm-hmm. at Disneyland, which they also do at Tokyo. Um including all of the ideas that they included. Um, like this is the original pitch, which is a, a hugely well-designed wow. ghostly holiday tale um, with all of these drawings. Uh, I talked about this on the, our other episode, but I think that's... I know some people don't like the overlay because they don't like the original getting touched and yeah. moved around and damaged and whatever. But the theming itself is so complete it yeah. really is a completely different attraction yeah from they, they when you walk in to when you get off pretty much rip out everything that's inside and they've actually where it used to take quite a long time to uh to change it over they've not now gotten it down to <coughs> just 17 <coughs> days wow. where it's closed um and then they change it over and i think even less time to change it back but um but yeah so they basically show all of the um, designs and things, including, as I said, the years of everything, including that uh, the gingerbread house and the... Mm, um, I was just looking at old photos of that today. Yeah. So, and of course, that transitions from fall to winter and everything Christmas. Oh. 
So here's your star that you talked about so much in the that is right. episode. So in the yeah the first chapter of the winter part is basically all the history that Disney's ever done at their theme parks to celebrate Christmas, including this awesome shot of Santa Claus on top of the Matterhorn Mountain, trying to put this that giant star on top. Wow. But yeah, I mean they had all kinds of things from the outset, including. Uh, the Mickey Mouse Club Circus, which actually, where they introduced a Christmas tree mm. in the circus tents, and that didn't quite work out because it took too much time out of guests' days. So they decided to basically put the tree uh, tree in the park and all of that. Uh, you know, Santa Claus even came out to do that. It talks about the history of the candlelight processional. And everything there, which actually I personally have had a chance to participate in. Um, but anyway, and then it even goes into the New Year's Eve, or sorry, the New Year's Day Rose Bowl floats that ah, Disney yes. has designed over the years. And also the New Year's Day, or sorry, the New Year's Eve um, celebrations that Disney does. Um, as, and just like with the fall chapters, they then talk about all the decorations um, in all of the parks and all the resorts all around the world. Wow. Yeah, it is incredibly well documented and basically showing all the different decorations in the parks from wreaths. You to showed me a couple of pages, and if you're a frequent visitor to Walt Disney World during the holidays and see the different resorts and how they're decorated, I think you'll find some familiar ornaments, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is really amazing that things that we've always pointed out, like, oh, look at that silly ornament, mm -hmm. and then it's in this book. So That's right. And they even talk about things gone by, including the oh. lights of winter at Epcot, how we miss you, and of course, the Osborne Festival of Dancing Lights at the... Uh, spectacle. Sorry, what did I say? You keep saying festival. It is spectacle. And of course... Tokyo Disney Sea decorations, which is just beautiful. Wow. Lots of amazing things. There's so much left to the book, and you're already at Christmas. I'm so confused as to what else could be in here. No, as it, okay. Well, as you may remember, how the earlier the fall parts were um, categorized, you could probably tell where this is going. Huh. First off, there's tons of decorations, tons of different resorts, so it has to stop sometime. Um, the next one is the hotels. Wow. So there's a whole chapter on just decorating the different hotels. You know, so it goes on forever and ever about that. As I said, there's just hundreds and hundreds of photographs here, all well documented because there are hotels all around the world. Um, but yeah, and then at the end, it gets to the holiday spectacles, which is basically your Mickey's Very Merry Christmas parties and all of the holiday parties and fireworks events and things like that, parades and all of that, that they have do all over the world. Does it talk about the Jolly Holiday Dinner Show? Yes, it does. I attended that back in 94, 95, probably. I never got a chance. I do remember when they had the Jolly Holiday Party at, it was at the top of the world, at Contemporary, right? 
It was actually in the convention center. Oh, the one convention of the okay, convention that's right. rooms. I think it started originally at the top of Maybe, the world, but, but then it moved to the convention centers. When I centers. went to it, it was very large. It was just yeah. like, you know, tables of 10 and you got a ticket and were assigned like family style seating. And, and what's amazing is all of that took place before there was ever a Mickey's Very Merry Christmas yeah. party. They basically said, this is great, but we can make it bigger. Mm-hmm. And and take the dinner out of it. They took the dinner <laughs> out of it, and they basically said, let's have it in the parks. And that evolved into the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party that we all know and love and in some ways are frustrated by because it's too popular for its own good. <laughs> well, but, we don't have to go this year. <laughs> <laughs> but what's amazing uh, is they show, you know how... When you watch the Walt Disney World and Disneyland or the Disney Parks Christmas Day Parade, how there are two different kinds of reindeer. Yes. There's the goofy kind with their tongue sticking out, and then there's the other kind where they're prancing around. It shows the difference and the evolution of those guys in here, Hmm. too. Reason enough to get the book. I know. And then, of course, there's a whole chapter on the Candlelight Processional. Remember when we actually gave a small history about that we on did our show? Do that, yes. All of that information and more is in this book too. And it's got photographs from all the different uh, processionals that took place at Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom and then Epcot and a lot of the celebrity narrators as well, including Rock Hudson and John Wayne. Wow. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's even got some more of the modern ones like Gina Davis, Hector Elizondo, Whoopi Goldberg, and there's some photographs of the cast in the trees, and I think I might be in one of these photographs because it was right at the time when I was doing it. So take a look for that. Uh, another chapter on just the Mickey's Very Merry Holiday. I'm gonna, And they even did the Country Bear Christmas mm. show. You remember when they did that? You never went to that? <laughs> I mean, I probably did, but I don't have, like, distinct memories of it. Sorry. The Country Bear Chris- Christmas Special. Oh, my gosh. It's all documented, as well as the Jingle Cruise mm. and all of the different things that they do in the parks to celebrate the holidays, including the It's a Small World holiday layover, or that would call the, yeah. the holiday Lights. makeover. Mm at Disneyland. So yeah. Basically, if everything that you ever wanted I think it's is a great uh gift idea for this year, especially because the holidays are going to be so different at Disney. Yeah. You can take a stroll down memory lane and remember all these things. And they even show. Wow. The holiday, holiday services. services building at Walt Disney World where all of the magic takes place. Very cool. And now I have to replace my arm (laughs) because that is a heavy, heavy book. I think there's about 320 some odd pages in here. Wow. And as I said, um, the the authors of this book, and there are three of them, including um, uh, Becky Klein. The one and only Becky Klein. From the archives, apologies. Uh, they, They talk about how they prepared this book and how they how many miles they actually um, 
went, they did over 180,000 miles between the three of them. Wow. Going to all the different parks and even the cruise lines and all of that uh, to take photographs. They took, um, as I said, there's 1,900 photographs in this book, but I think they took uh, something like 58,000 photographs total. <laughs> Jeez. So it's a bear, but I love it. So I highly, highly recommend it. And again, we'll have links down below on the video and the blog post. That's right. But not on the audio thing because we can't do that. Yeah. And <laughs> I said, if you are only listening on audio, I highly recommend you take a look at the YouTube video. Yeah. Where you will have a lot more chances to see what I'm talking about. Or you just grab these books on your own. Well, Stella has had enough, so <laughs> she's leaving now. That's right. I guess not. Um, are you, is that it? Are you done? <laughs> Those are the books that I was going to uh, review for all right, you all. I was just checking. You can cut that part out if you want, Christian. So I think that's a good uh, overview of books that just came out, books that have been out for a while, and a book yet to come. That's right. Which we're, I mean, I'm excited to read that. Yeah. I think I'm going to start, uh, you know, because a lot of my history is just what I experienced and then what reputable sources have told me or things I've watched, etc. But I know that I need to um, read a lot of things like I want to learn more about the Imagineers and their history and, and know people's names and stuff. I mean, I know I will be able ones. to point you to some great books. Because yeah, so I think we should. You do have that. library card number one to the Otisney Disney Library of yes. thousands and thousands of Disney volumes of just great, great Disney books. This is literally my my life's great passion <laughs> is Disney books. I just it is absolutely true. love I it. Come a very distant second place. No. <laughs> I'd say you're first. I'm just kidding. It's okay. I, just, I understand. I collect Disney books, but I can only collect one of you. <laughs> There's just one. Well, thank goodness for that. Wait till cloning comes out, and then we'll see. <laughs> um, anyway, I think I should do, like, you can assign me a book to read, and then I'll report back on it. I would love to do I'll that. I'll do a blog post or something, and then maybe we can talk about it on a you live show. Give me show a topic of what you want to learn about, and I'll point you to the exact place. Maybe you should... Um, well, I should start at the beginning, I guess. So I mean, I yeah. have a lot of books that talk about the beginning of it all. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the great thing about Disney books is there's just so many different kinds. There's you know the kind where you right there's in depth official books and then there's unofficial you know biographies mm -hmm. and. Than just fun picture but, books yeah, to I look mean, at. Even just this holidays book, just the sheer amount of photographs. You know, it's basically uh, an encyclopedia of everything that's ever happened over the holidays. That's just, it's a totally different kind of book. Yeah. And I love that there's so many different kinds, and I collect a lot of those kinds. And yes. so I've shown you here a couple of great winners. <laughs> uh, if you collect Disney books also, you'll have to let us know in the comments what some of your prized possessions are or what's still on your list that you have to pick up. Because at some point you can do your top 41 books, which you still haven't done. <laughs> With as many books <laughs> as I have, there's actually still a lot that I 
need to get. I know. We've discovered that the other day. Yeah. When we were talking about the hidden details, that you have one of the windows on Main Street books, but there's two. Yeah. There's actually three, I think. But. I th- yeah, there's probably a lot more. Than um, that. And you didn't have one of them, so Daniel Wanderman pointed that out. Whoops. I will Wait, Daniel Wanderman that. pointed out that I didn't have that book? Well, he is mentioned, he's credited with providing photos in that book, so he was wanting me to look at it, and I didn't have it to look at. Sorry, Daniel. So I will take care of that this holiday season, (laughs) if it's available. If Um, it'll fit in the stocking. (laughs) (laughs) So we hope you enjoyed this quick little book review corner. Kind of switch things up a little. Yeah, I love doing book reviews. I may not be the best at it, but (laughs) I love talking Well, it's hard to do a book review, you know, in person. That is true. I guess. But at least with this, you can show pictures and things That's like right. that. So hopefully you enjoyed it. And uh, we hope you do watch the video version to see more fun little details. Mm-hmm. And with that, we thank you for joining us yet again <laughs> up the waterfall. That's right. Anything's possible at Disneyland. <laughs> Bye now.